All right, guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Reclaim Podcast. We are rolling right into part two of this two-part series entitled Seven Things My Client Had to Give Up in Order to Lose 25 Pounds for Good and Live a Life of Freedom. My name is Leah Van Dolder. I am a registered dietitian. I've worked in the world of weight loss for over a decade, and I help busy female business owners, entrepreneurs achieve their health and weight loss goals, maximize their energy, scale their confidence, and live a life of freedom. And one of my clients, I really wanted to share her story because I think so many of us get in our head and we think about like, oh my gosh, what do I have to add in? And, you know, (laughs) making all these crazy changes. But I think it's just as important and even more important to talk about the things that we have to stop doing or the things that we have to give up in order to gain something in return. It's like that sacrifice, that trade-off, right? We have to sacrifice something or give up something in order to gain a benefit in return, right? So I'm going to talk about these trade-offs that my client uh, had to to give or yeah, the the trade-offs. She had to give up uh, a few things. If you have not listened to part one yet, go do that. I talked about the first four things and part two, we are finishing off with the final three things that my client had to give up in order to achieve her goals and live a life of freedom. So let's get right into this. I don't know if you're going to like hearing this today, but my client, she had to give up being in the coffee till noon club. How many of you are in that club right now? You suck back coffee and you're loaded with caffeine and you're an absolute hot mess. Come lunchtime, you're starving. You probably can't think straight. You're feeling a little bit groggy and you're craving all the crap. And this was so my client's life until we started working together a couple of years ago. And, you know, I remember it. It's so funny how things so much can change when you have that consistent coaching and you are making that diligent progress towards your goals. Like things can change so drastically, but we were laughing about it the other day because she's like, I can't even believe that I used to live off coffee until like one o'clock. And like, no wonder I felt like garbage. No wonder I was like staring at my computer and like couldn't even put together, you know, an email. It would take me forever ever because I didn't have that mental focus. I wasn't fueled. I didn't have that clarity. Things just weren't working out for me. So the fifth thing my client had to give up in order to lose 25 pounds and live a life of freedom. She had to give up being in the coffee till noon club. And she started what I call front loading her day. This is a strategy that I use with all of my clients, including myself that works so, so well. Front loading your day means giving your body the fuel that it needs, the fuel that it requires to carry out all of the activities that you're doing. Your brain needs energy, your organs, You know, when you're exercising, you need energy and you get energy from food. So we started to front load her day. We looked at some simple breakfasts that were quick and easy for her. And she's like, you know what? I am a I am a happy girl with a piece of fruit and even a, you know, a healthy protein bar. 
Cool. That's what we started with, right? It doesn't have to be this big fancy breakfast that takes you 45 minutes to cook, like steel cut oats and you know all that stuff. If you wanna do steel cut oats, awesome. Be my guest. They're a great option. But for my client, she's like, I don't want to spend 45 minutes doing that. So great. We found a different solution for her. Simple, quick, done. That was her breakfast for a while. We started making tweaks and uh, bringing in a little bit more variety as time goes on, but that was a front load for breakfast. And then we looked at you know, having a small snack after her mid-morning exercise because she had the freedom to build her own schedule. You know, she works in real estate and she's like, hey, doing a workout at 11 a.m., that works for me. So then we looked at a little snack for her, like a piece of fruit or, you know, some dry roasted almonds or nuts, just something quick and simple, things that she can keep in the car so that she is not, she can eat well when she's on the go. And looking at lunches, right? And in part one, we were talking about uh, the fact that she had to give up winging it with her nutrition. (laughs) And she started prepping her meals and prepping, um, you know, protein and vegetables ahead of time. And that was what we started doing for her lunches. Vegetables, protein, some whole grain or high fiber carbohydrates in there to keep her fueled. So we started front loading her day. The other thing that was included in front loading was her hydration. You know, when she was drinking, oh boy, probably a liter of coffee by one o'clock uh, in the afternoon, loaded with caffeine, um, and you know, she she hadn't had any water. So we slowly, slowly dialed back on the coffee. I mean, hey ladies, I'm not taking away your coffee. Like that would not be a good scene, but we scaled back on her coffee and we started bringing in a about a liter of water by lunchtime. And she's like, this is a freaking revelation. Like, I didn't realize that I could have this much energy and feel this good. Like, no wonder I was dragging my tail before I started front loading my day and actually giving my body what it needs. So I don't know, ladies, maybe you've been thinking about this. If you're in the coffee till noon club, you might just have to give that up. I know, terrible, terrible thing. All right, the fifth thing, Oh no, what am I at? Number six? (laughs) Who knows? The other thing that my client had to give up in order to lose 25 pounds and live a life of freedom, she had to give up her sabotaging stories. I know you're just like, ooh, I'm excited to hear this. She had to give up her sabotaging stories. What did those sound like? Well, for her, her common stories were, I don't have time especially around exercise, right? Exercise always seems the first one to go, right? When we're busy. So I don't have time was a big one for her. I'll do it later. You know, push off, push off, push off, procrastinate. I'll do it later. Then she gets so ticked off that she didn't follow through on what she had intended to do. The other one that was a big sabotaging story, she was telling herself that pretty much everybody and everything else was more important and deserved her time more than you know, her putting herself on the priority map. So she was a yes woman. Anybody here a yes woman saying yes to everything and everybody else and believing that, you know, your work is more important than you. You know, it's like, oh man, I have to fire off this email. Oh, I better miss my workout. I've got, you know, this and that to to catch up on or whatever it is. She really had to become wildly aware of the stories that she was telling ourselves because the thing with our words, the thing with our stories, the more that we hear it, the more that they're on repeat, we believe it. So if you're 
constantly telling yourself like, oh, I don't have time to exercise. Well, then you're going to believe that you don't have time to exercise. If you keep on telling yourself like, I'll do it later, I'll do it later. Yeah, sure. It feels great in the moment. Cause you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it later. But reality check, if you're not doing it later, that is a sabotaging little story that you're telling yourself. This was a big one for me too. You know, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. But I found that the biggest things is doing those non-negotiables like exercise, you know, doing some food prep, those things that you're not super stoked about doing, do those things right in the morning. Your brain is more clear and you're better able to execute when you're sharp versus waiting until later and trying to pull a workout at like 8 p.m. Like, good luck. Good luck. So my client started to give up her sabotaging stories. And instead of, I don't have time to exercise, we really looked at well, let's make the time to exercise. We started blocking that time in our calendar. And I'm not talking an hour every single day. It was like little pockets of time within her flexible schedule. Cause again, real estate, she's got the flexibility to do that. And we looked at a class schedule from, you know, her gym. She's like, I really want to do this spin class or that yoga class. And we started to block that time in her schedule. And she made her rest of the day fit around her exercise versus exercise trying to fit in and around everything else because the time's not going to be there until you put it there. That is the real truth. Same thing with meal prep. We did the same thing with meal prep. She's like, I don't have time to meal prep. I'm like, let's talk about time. What are you doing on the weekend? She's like, well, you know, I sleep in and just like fart around in the morning and just scroll through Instagram and maybe look at the paper, read a magazine, whatever, dilly dally for like an hour and a half. I'm like, okay, an hour and a half of dilly dallying. Do you need to dilly dally for an hour and a half? Or do you want to get shit done and get some meal prep in there? She's like, you know what? Let's make the time to do some meal prep. Guess how much we put in for time? 20 minutes, 30 minutes max, hands-on time. She's got protein prepped, two vegetables prepped and a fruit prepped for her lunches and for snacks. Done. You make the time to get things done that are important and valuable to you. We also played around with the the time because even her story, you know, taking time that was getting in the way of her actually following through on things. So we switched it to an investment of time, an investment of time where you're exercising or meal prepping that has a massive payoff, a massive return on the investment of your time. You know, she's like, when I exercise now, I feel better. I focus better. I have better conversations with people. Like I'm making more sales because I can think straight and have better relationships with people. And her food prep, absolutely played a role in that too. Having nourishing food, front loading her day, it allowed her to focus at her best, be her best and excel in her business. So your health is wealth. Your health has a direct impact on your wealth, whether it's financial, whether, you know, it's like redefining wealth. What is wealth to you? Freedom, (laughs) you know, having deep and meaningful relationships, all that stuff. And I can talk about that on another day, but she had to give up her sabotaging stories. So what sabotaging stories have you been telling yourself day in, day out that need to go? Maybe it is that I don't have time. Maybe it is I'll do it later. Maybe it's, oh, this is too hard. I was talking to a new client the other day. She's like, I catch myself so much saying like, why does this matter? I'm fat anyways, nothing fits. Why bother? That is a sabotaging story. And this is stuff that I help my clients with because you know what? It is hard. It is hard to look inward and to 
become aware of how you are getting in your own way. And more importantly, how to deprogram that sabotaging thinking and how to rewire it with what I call power thoughts. Things that can really help you take action, make decisive action, and keep moving ahead in your journey. And this is part of my signature coaching program, the Reclaim Coaching Program. I help you master your mindset so you can take consistent action and become your own best cheerleader versus your own worst enemy. And you know what? If you want to learn more about working with me, check out my show notes. There's an application link there. There's a three-minute video that talks more about the program. Or reach out to me on on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. You've been listening to this long enough. I want to hear your voice now. You've just been hearing me blab on forever. So I want to hear from you. I want to hear about what's going on in your mind, uh, what's going on with your, your goals and maybe what's getting in the way. And I would absolutely be honored to just chat and connect and see what's up and see if I can really help you out. All right. Last one. Last one. Well, my client had to give up to lose 25 pounds for good and live a life of freedom. She had to give up some comfort. She had to give up some comfort because change You know, when you are changing your habits, when you are changing the way that you think, changing the way that you act, changing the way that you, (laughs) you know, carry out your day, how you manage your time, getting up out of your desk chair and getting to the gym when you really want to just plow through lunch and keep on sending those emails, making change and acting differently, that is, it's a challenge. And I don't want to say it's hard because I hear that all the time too. And I think that actually falls real nice into the sabotaging stories that we tell ourselves. It's like, oh my gosh, change is so hard. Like these things are so hard. But let me challenge you on that. Is is going to your fridge to grab an apple from the crisper a hard task? Like, is that hard? No, it's not a hard task. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> right? It's uncomfortable to put down the chocolate bar and go and grab an apple instead. It's uncomfortable, but it's not a hard thing to do. You're capable of doing things way harder than growing to grab an apple from the crisper. So my client had to give up some comfort and recognizing that, you know what, change is uncomfortable, but also using that feeling, using that feeling of discomfort as a reassuring sign that she is on the right path. Because I think this is where a lot of us do things wrong. When we start to feel uncomfortable, we freak out. And then we're like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. Like, how can I keep up with this? Blah, blah, blah. And then we talk ourselves out of continuing on versus acknowledging that discomfort as a reassurance that you're on the right track. Because change is uncomfortable. It's supposed to bring up feelings of discomfort, some feelings of questioning and doubt, and maybe a little bit of guilt about prioritizing yourself, your time investing, you know, money into say coaching and and investing your time and energy into this. These uncomfortable thoughts and feelings are supposed to come up. And this is what I really like to use for myself because, you know, over the last few years, I mean, you don't create a business without getting uncomfortable. So I really had to teach myself and remind myself that getting uncomfortable is kind of what you're looking for here. 
It gives you the reassurance, that internal compass of like, okay, cool, we're on the right track. And reminding yourself that a lot of these things aren't hard. They're just uncomfortable and they push you a little bit, right? It really dials in your devotion and your discipline because this falls in line with the uh, giving up comfort too. My client had to give up the thought of, you know, motivation was going to carry her out this entire journey. That is the biggest crock ever, ever. Motivation is not going to be there 95% of the time. It's not. Motivation is a transient emotion. It comes and goes and it actually follows. It's a byproduct of you taking action, you doing the uncomfortable things. Motivation comes after action. So you can take uncomfortable action even when you're not feeling motivated, even when you're not feeling motivated. Growth requires you to get uncomfortable. And instead of getting freaked out about being uncomfortable, lean into that and say like, yo, I'm clearly doing something right here because I'm feeling uncomfortable and reassure yourself that you have done plenty of hard things. You can get through uncomfortable situations and it is all about taking it day by day and looking at progress rather than perfection. You got this. You got the grit. You got the magic. This is what you were created for. You are designed, humans are designed for forward motion. You were designed for this. You're not designed to settle, take less than, you know, what you want for yourself. You're not designed to be stagnant. You're not designed to settle. You're designed to evolve. You're designed to transform and grow. And this is what my client really learned over two years of us working together, she has achieved her weight and her health loss or her weight loss goals. And she has and is living a life of freedom. And you can do that too. This could be the perfect time to reach out. I know you've been listening forever. <laughs> Get out of your sabotaging story of like, well, I don't know what to say to Leah. If I reach out, like, oh, I don't know what to say. Who cares? Who cares what you say? Get out of your head. Get uncomfortable. This is the point. Apply to work with me. Check out that show note link. Slip into my DMs and my Instagram. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I want to show you that you're the magic and you can create anything that you desire for yourself. And maybe a little bit of help is needed. And that's cool too. So I hope that you've really gotten a lot out of this two-part series because you do have to give up some things in order to get something in return. You know, that is sacrifice, but it's so worth it. You're worth it. It is worth feeling your best and living a life of freedom. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Take 30 seconds of your time to go rate five star and review this episode in this podcast. I will catch you next week and have an awesome week. <laughs>